Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses joy and doubt. Welcome. In this episode, I'd like to talk a little bit about a, an unlikely duo, and that is a combination of joy on the one hand and doubt on the other. These two qualities flow within the experience of mindfulness and awareness, or shamatha and vipassana. They interweave and intertwine in interesting ways. I was talking to a friend the other day, and he was talking about the Buddhist emphasis on facing the reality of of suffering and pain in the world could lead to the perception that the Buddhist path is a real downer, a real focused on what's wrong, and not enough focus on positivity. Is it possible to experience joy and also face the endless sufferings of samsara and our sentient beings, our fellow beings? Aren't those in contradiction? Of course, the reality of suffering and things being a bit off-kilter all the time is not the only truth that the Buddhist expressed in his earliest and most famous teachings. He also taught about the causes of that suffering and proposed that it's actually possible to get out of it and that there's a way to do so. Yet, the association of Buddhism with suffering, with facing facts, with that quality of perhaps talking about all our pain and suffering more than other traditions perhaps can lead to the sense of, well, why do that? It's just going to be depressing. At the same time, many people find that facing the reality of suffering straightforwardly is a tremendous relief. Personally, I myself found that someone willing to say that out loud, talk about it, was like a heavy burden listed. It was a, a relief. It wasn't a downer. It was a relief just to say, okay, we're not kidding ourselves. This is the way it is. So whatever we're going to do, whatever life we're going to lead, has to be within the reality of how things really are, not some dream world that we would prefer or imagine. And in my own experience, when I first encountered Buddhist teachings, what I actually noticed, apart from what was said and what the topics of talks or presentations were, I noticed that I never went to a talk where people didn't just burst into laughter from time to time. There was a sense of, wow, you could not have to be solemn and feel super religious. You could just actually laugh and find humor and lightness, even in the most heavy of topics. It was a delight to think of spirituality in that lighthearted way, but not a shallow way, not not a way out of who we are and whatever our circumstances may be. So somehow my encounter with my friend led me to think about teachings on joy and its interesting connection with teachings on doubt, particularly in connection with meditation practice and the experiences of mindfulness and awareness. Buddhism is not anti-joy, anti-enjoying life. In fact, joy is an essential part of it. Joy is a kind of a hidden gift within the sometimes difficult discipline of meditation practice. Joy is like a discovery that comes as a reward of some sort from our practice of meditation. Trungpa Rinpoche talked about this joy as a kind of a discovery that comes through practice, discovery of our potential, our Buddha nature, our potential for not continuing to be stuck in our old patterns, but seeing possibilities that are vast and exciting. Discovery of Buddha nature. Also, 
joy is connected with the arising of some kind of compassion and true love and appreciation. That arising of joy is, is one thing that marks what's sometimes described as a transition from early stages of practice where we're just trying to work on ourselves to a broadening of that to a concern for others or what's called the entry into the greater path of Mahayana. So in ordinary lingo, so to speak, sometimes when we practice, we actually have a sense that it's okay. We're all right. We, we actually can do it. We actually are connected. We're part of this stream of inspiring people who dedicated their lives to awakening and to serving others. But along with that, sort of like the evil twin or something, or maybe a, a useful twin, is the doubt that we can do it. Doubt that the experiences we get glimpses of are, are too good to be true. They're too close. Usually, we expect anything that's profound or, or inspiring at this level to be far away among some special bullet in some special place with some special circumstances. So we doubt. We doubt. There's a lot of doubt and distrust of our own experience, of our own capacity. So these arise together and they kind of counterbalance each other. If we get caught in the joy of discovery, we can get carried away very easily and kind of lose our ground. But if we're just wallowing in doubt and distrust all the time, we can begin to want to just give up. The joy without a bit of doubt, though, joy without questioning, can lack wisdom, can lack compassion. So it's like having little holes in the fabric of our solid views, little holes where we can peep through and we get a glimpse of awakening. But then we have to rub our eyes and think, can I be seeing what I think I'm seeing? So doubt arises as a kind of playful interruption. But I think we can gradually begin to trust ourselves a little bit more and we become more solid and grounded in a kind of quiet joy that's not dependent on achieving something or avoiding something or anything at all. It is interesting to watch the interplay of these two in our own practice. We can see how important it is to appreciate and maintain a quality of joy in our practice and in our life, and to notice the link between joy and the arising of compassion. We can see how important the role of doubt or distrust can be and its link to the cultivation of wisdom. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.